who I thought I was. A guy. There is no excuse for not living up to the fullest potential. No excuse. Let's do it, Black Excellence. Let's go. go, 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 go. What's going on, Say Loud Podcast? It is your host, Jordan Hunter, also known as Boogie the Beast. And I'm taking you guys on the road with me in this last couple months of summer, or last couple weeks. I'm actually in New York City right now, sitting in a uh, brewing company uh, with a really good friend. But before I get to introduce him, I just wanted to say thank you so much for everybody supporting me. I know I told you guys that this next chapter was going to be something that I was very excited for, and I wanted you all to be a part of it. And now I'm going to bring you on the road with me. So without further ado, I'm going to let my man introduce himself because I'm super, super blessed and honored to have him in my life. And no matter how far we go, either he comes back to Phoenix and I meet him in Phoenix, or we've gone back for a wedding, or I'm in New York now. So without further ado, my man Bryce Wood. Bryce, my dude, what is the place to be? How's everybody doing? Shout out to BMW. Damn. All right. (laughs) What's up, man? man? What's up, man? I appreciate you meeting me out here in New York, you know? Absolutely. New York living. Hey. NYC. Busy body. Hey, big I, facts, bad man thing. <laughs> I got him for about 30 to 35 minutes today, but uh, I just wanted to run you guys through his life and uh, just give you guys another testimony about what it's about. Um, so, Bryce, for those who don't know you, yeah. which isn't not many, no. <laughs> um, well, you know, speak us through where you came from and all that, all that good jazz. Right. Well, we know each other from Phoenix, Arizona, uh, the 602. What, what? Deuce, deuce. Up. Let's get it. Let's get it. Uh, you know, student athlete all throughout my life, ran track, played football. I was at North High the first two years, you know what I'm saying, with my man his, Jordan. His best life, his <laughs> best years. Then I transferred <laughs> over to, to Chandler High and uh, eventually got a scholarship to Notre Dame for track and field. Uh, you know, you know, my pops is a coach and everything, so Real athletics, Badman Tings. Badman Tings, <laughs> Montana Tings. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know... Uh, I mean, the main focus, you know, I was was an athlete growing up, an athlete and a student. You know, I was always in the IVAP honors type deals. So then going to Notre Dame just kind of made sense. Went there, flourished. Psych did not flourish athletically. Was injured <laughs> every single season. Um, but kept getting bigger. But kept getting bigger. <laughs> as Jordan likes to say, every time I would come home over break, <laughs> y'all would comment on, like, the hoodies and, and the size of the hoodie on my body. But, um, he had a turtleneck, legit, like a stop. legit turtleneck. Stop. His traps were at the back of his ears. <laughs> he had to take his earrings out. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I, I eventually found my way into acting. Uh, I stumbled into it, actually. Um, I was a marketing major originally at Notre Dame, and I had to, you know, get my fine arts credit. So I took an intro to theater class, and we had to do a two-person scene on camera. And so we did that, it was cool, and then after class, the professor came up to me and was like, yo, like you should audition for the show, you know? And I was like, no, not gonna do that. I, I will not. And uh, he was like, I'll give you extra credit. And I was like, start with that, you feel me? Like, I will for <laughs> sure audition for your show as long as there's extra credit involved. Do you remember what the show was? It was um, a Servant of Two Masters, Ooh. which is a Commedia dell'arte uh, piece. So my first ever theater experience was Commedia dell'arte, which is very exaggerated characters. I played Pantalone, which is like an old, crotchety, rich, sex-driven man. I had a fat suit on. Wow. And uh, they did, like, makeup where I looked mad old and had gray hair. And, uh, what, what, I enjoyed that because I just got to be on stage and make people laugh. 
And so that's what I thought acting was for the longest, was just get on stage, make people laugh, get the laugh and, and, and call it a day. But I never really was gonna take it serious. Um, I did some short films in college and thought I was just gonna, you know, move to LA maybe. And then, you know, the department really, really forced me to like go audition for grad school uh, because they wanted me to be good. They, they saw something that I didn't see. And uh, even, you know, and I, and I was blessed and fortunate enough to, to, to get in to grad school because I actually had interest in me. And so I ended up going to UConn to get my ma master's in fine arts of action. Shout out to the Huskies. Come through, come through. Um, Odd Mind Tings, Huskies. Odd Tings. <laughs> Except, you know, athletically, I didn't really support them uh, coming from Notre Dame. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. You know, I have, I, you know, I have some friends that play there, but other than Few that, folks. you know, it's all about the Fighting Irish, just to let it be known. I will never switch up. Not really a Husky. Um, that being said, <laughs> um, my first year of grad school, I would say, was me just kind of playing around, not really taking it serious. It was something to do. It was, you know, I had a scholarship, so paid for uh, but it was really that summer the summer after I went to Monomoy Theater in Cape Cod and we had to do eight shows in ten weeks uh, I think I was in six of the eight and uh, Sheesh. yeah it was not the easiest thing to do but I ran into a director by the name of Francesca James who directed and was in like days of our lives and has like mad Emmys and stuff from like CBS back wow. in the soaps days like wow. she, she's real this teeny tiny little Italian woman uh, but she changed my life um, we were doing a show in which I was playing a character that was not like anything I've done all the characters I had played up until that point were pretty much just like charming funny guys just nice guys so that was pretty easy to do and I had to play like a stressed out older man and she got my face like a lot. Like we we went at it. We went at it in this rehearsal process. <clears throat> and she just started teaching me stuff. We were up early in the morning working on the show and like up late at night after another show, rehearsing that show. And it reminded me of like that athletic grind that I used to have in terms of like waking up early in the morning, going to the hill with my dad, then actually having track practice, going to school, then after school lifting, going to track practice again. And like it just reminded me of like that athletic grind, and she put it in that in that frame for me. And she taught me things about like writing a backstory for your character and like your moment before. And she just taught me a lot. And so after that first performance of that show, I obviously felt a new thing. <clears throat> she came up crying to, to me, hugged me, and the rest of that summer was amazing for every show I did. And, That's dope. and I had a lot of positive feedback from a lot of dope people that were there um, and that kind of gave me the confidence to like actually think you know I could probably do this um, and then it just it just kept going from there you know what I mean graduated grad school um, was blessed tremendously blessed to to get signed to to a legitimate agency one of the top three out here shouts out to Harden Curtis agency shouts out to HCKR for the one time bad munting um, but I was blessed <laughs> enough to do that blessed enough to have connections already before I got to New York City and the one thing I prayed for before graduating was I don't want to sign a lease for my first year out. Like, I'm just trying to be booked, right? I'm just trying to be working. Booked and busy. And in my mind, that meant a tour. You feel me? I was like, I just want to hop on a tour. Guys had a different plan. But that being said, I literally was booked from the moment, like, I graduated to the moment I just got back in May. Like, it's been a full year of just on the road, 
doing this thing that I love to do, and I'm just happy, blessed, and, and humbled to be able to do something that, you know, not a lot of people get to do, for sure. That's, like, the story. That's it. That is Bryce Michael Woods' short story <laughs> with no detail almost left out for the most part, but he's downplaying it. Like, this man legitimately would be like, hey, I'm studying for this. I'm doing an audition for this. I have a photo shoot. I have to work. And then he goes and does a show, and then he comes out, and then he goes to see his friend's shows. You know what I'm saying? And, and that's what it's about. Um, so going off of that, like you said, you got out here, booked and busy, New York City living. Yeah. What was it? Well, because you, I mean, you went to UConn. Yeah. Um, and, like, that was, like, real bad snow. And then Notre Dame was really Terrible. bad snow. The worst. So coming to New York City and, like, this is my life now. Like, I'm going to act. I'm going to be in front of cameras. It's... What has it it's been a, like? You know, it's been a crazy switch but what's funny to me is when I tell people from back home that this is what I chose to do people aren't surprised which is crazy to me because like I never did it <laughs> you know what I mean like I wasn't an actor growing up I was an athlete like I didn't do this but then when I'm like yo I, I'm, a, I'm an actor now people are like yeah that makes sense like obviously that's what you want to oh, do took you long enough I'm like oh word y'all seen it okay <laughs> somebody could have told me but uh it's it's being out here, like, I've only really been out here. I was in and out because, like I said, I was working. Right. So, like, I was at theaters around the country. But Simple being, flex. Yeah. Humble flex. Humble <laughs> clout. Bad mind ting. <laughs> big facts. Big facts. <laughs> Son. Word to your moms. Dead ass, um, Dead ass. Um, <laughs> do we get them all? <laughs> uh, but that being said, it really has hit in these past three months since I've been out here. The audition grind has been real. The having like a survival job grind has been real. Making time for, for Jesus and God has been real and making sure I'm fully, fully, you know, implemented into my church life. Um, and and then like and then still living a life which like you don't think you really get to do. But like moments like this where I'm just hanging out with my man Jordan is like this is me living my life. Uh, hanging out with you and Milaman the other night. Shout out to Milaman. Shout out to Milaman. Badman team. Badman <laughs> teams. I hate that uh, word now. <laughs> if I go back to the West and be like, what are you doing? Shut up. <laughs> um, but uh, it's it's not something that I ever dreamed about doing, I will say. However, I feel like when I was younger, I just assumed I would be in movies. I don't know how I thought that was going to happen. I thought I was going to, like, go to the NFL. I mean, you was going to be the like, NFL player that got... Yeah, and then just, over. like, be, like, on ESPN and then somehow get in the movie. Get into the movies. But the fact that I'm actually pursuing this, like, on purpose <laughs> is mind-blowing. What is, uh, what would you say is the process in your mind, and you don't have to give away all your secrets, but like, going into an audition? Like, obviously, a lot of places, like you said, they know you out here, you know, you're a familiar face, like, they know Bryce Michael Wood. But when you walk into an audition and, you know, you're sitting in a room with potentially other people that are going for the same role or just, you know, just the whole process of, hey, you have an audition tomorrow, go. Right, right, right. Well, what's, what, goes through, what goes through your mind once you get that? Well, if I have an audition tomorrow, then I'm immediately taking any pressure off of myself because I have a day of prep, if that, because I might have work that day, I might still have rehearsal that day, I might still have to get to the gym. So if it's legit, like you have a you have an audition tomorrow, then I immediately remove any potential pressure to be like amazing because I don't have amazing prep time. I can do what I can do in that time. Uh, that being said, going into an audition in general, um, you know I use all the tools I got in school 
um, in terms of breaking down the text depending on what it is. Most TV things, I don't have to break down the text because it's pretty simple. Um, but if it's like a play or something like that or like a film script, then I break down the text, make sure I have you know all my motivations ready to go. Um, if I have the time, I'll be off book. If not, I'll be very, very familiar. Um, what, then, what is off book versus familiar? Off book meaning memorized, completely memorized. Familiar meaning like I could like look at one sentence and then come off the page for the rest. Uh, like, come off the page mean improvised. Meaning, meaning I'm. Oh, no okay, got you. Back and forth, got you. Uh, and then, um, in terms of like, to be honest with you, like, the fact that I'm back here now is kind of my first New York hurrah in terms of being in front of these casting directors. So, you were like, they know you out here. Actors know me out here, but in terms of casting directors, they may have heard of me, but like, this is the first time. They're seeing me in person. I've probably sent them self-tapes all year, but this is the first time they're seeing me in the flesh, real life, so they're, they all count. Um, but I think I was just talking to somebody at church about this the other day. You know, I have a very new mindset when I'm going into an audition. You know, it's to... Yeah, it is. Uh, going into an audition, my mindset is to have the best audition I possibly can. It's to give them the best version of Bryce Michael Wood I possibly can in that moment. And if I book it, awesome. But ultimately, I want them to, I want to leave the room and I want them to leave with a sense of like, this guy can do it. This guy is great. Um, he may not be right for this thing, but maybe when the right thing comes by, like my name's the first thing on their mind. You know what I mean? Versus putting a lot of pressure on myself, being like, I got to book it, I got to book it, I got to book it. Uh, and then there's like disappointment because then you feel rejected. When, you're, when you think that you just didn't get it, but so many things go into you not getting a thing, you know what I mean? You're somebody that's supposed to play your sister could already be cast and she might just be mad, light, I don't know, just not me, you not, know what yeah. I mean? Or the, the, the love interest they cast just height-wise, like it might not work or anything. There are, there are myriads of reasons why you don't get stuff, but I go in to have the best audition I possibly can not necessarily going in like I gotta book it because um, it's it's better when you book it then you're like oh word then yeah, it's like a surprise that's when you me. get a call you're like oh word cool because <laughs> to be honest like I forget I rip up the things I think I seen Michael B. Jordan like five like three years ago when I first was like I'm gonna be an actor now I watched one of his interviews and he says when he when he leaves auditions he rips up the sides he rips up the audition material and I've been doing that and it totally works because you don't have to look back well, on you divorce think about yourself. It. It's like a physical way to divorce yourself from that character, that character, that project, all the work you put into it. You just literally throw it away. Uh, funny story, the, when I, I booked a production of Gloria in Florida, and to go in for that audition, I went in, I was like, bet, that was lit. You know what I'm saying? Everybody was laughing, we was joking, having a good time afterwards. And then I left, right? Ripped up the sides, do my usual thing. Was about to leave. And then, like, as I was about to get on the elevator, they were like, is Bryce Michael Woods still here? And I was like, that's me. You know, like, popped my head out. I was like, that's me. I'm right here. Uh, they were like, we'd like to call you back in real quick just to, you know, read again, like, do, like, another thing. Uh, and I was like, you know, I ripped my sides. I don't, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I don't have him anymore. Right. He's dead. I literally was like, he's dead to me. Like, I don't know. He's gone. And they were like, okay, well, can you still come back in here? <laughs> So then I fully walked in and was like, hey, y'all, man, uh, to be real, 
everything you just saw, like, he's dead to me. Like, I don't know. He's mm. gone. I ripped up the sides. He's gone. They were like, well, can you just try? I was like, I can try. But I'm just like, you know, like, what you just saw. Just a heads up. Like, he's... he's Once the door closed, he was left here. He, I left it. Literally, like, leaving it all on the field or all on the court. Like, I, do, I try to do that in the room. So like, you're, like, split. Like, <laughs> like, legit. Like, you can just flip the switch and turn off and turn on. You got to. I think if you don't, some things are, like... I don't know, marinate, and you might... They might bend or blend over to another character, you yeah, think? Yeah, you don't want to do not want to do that. What's uh, What's been one of the funniest or the weirdest self-tapes or audition requests you ever had to do? If you can think back. <laughs> uh, well, even just to, like, get the Royale, the boxing, the boxing play I did based on Jack Johnson's life... Like, I fully, like, committed to, like, I was, like, shirtless in there, and I was, like, boxing, like, just with nobody. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, just, like, I was boxing with nobody on screen. Shout out the greatest heavyweight champion of the world ever, Jack Johnson, Jack also Johnson. known as Bryce. <laughs> it was, like, so awkward. And That's then, funny. like, when I got the callback self-tape for that, it was, like, a rhythmic thing, but we didn't know that because we weren't in it yet. We were just reading it. Right. So when I did the play, I was like, oh, this makes way more sense. But at the time, I was like, why are these words all, like, over the place? And they were like, well, just do it like a monologue. So then, like, I was doing the wrong thing the whole time. Like, I don't know how I got it. <laughs> I was doing the very... You were buff, and you had no shirt on. <laughs> no, I had, a, <laughs> like, hey. I had a shirt on in that one. Oh, okay, okay. In that one. Oh. Um, oh, wait, but going back to audition prep. Yes. When I, when I first walk in... I get myself comfortable by hopefully seeing somebody I know. And if I don't know them, then my headphones are on and I start to hum a song and then see if anybody picks up on the song I'm humming just so I can connect. I need to talk to somebody. That's just me. Mm -hmm. Like, that helps to relax me into the moment. That helps to be like, right, real life. You're fine. You're breathing. You're having a conversation with somebody. You're a human being. You don't have to be all weird and fake and like try to put on like a right, like a competition. I'm or something. an actor because yeah. it's not a competition. It just can't be. And people that think acting is a competition aren't doing it. You know what I mean? Very true. They're just not Very in true. it. True. If you think that like we're actually, actually, actually competing. What's going on, Say Loud Podcast? Once again, as you heard, I'm in a brewery doing this interview and uh, you know just the whole New York ambience and getting off the subway and meeting up with a friend it's very classic movie cinematic but nonetheless thank you so much for tuning in for listening to um, another good friend of mine Bryce talk about his uh, journey into his new career path and what it's come to do for him and what he's doing and uh, I want to get back to it and less of me talking so with that being said alright we're back thanks again shout out to my man Bryce Michael Wood on Say Loud podcast it is your host once again mr boogie the beast also known as jordan hunter also known for this episode as badman ting <laughs> so continuing on with this before i gotta let my mans go uh just a couple more questions uh that i wanted you to really just harp on is um so you know let's you know in, in the future you know close future you know near future whatever god's plan is for it um when you have a platform or you land what you consider to be the right um, this is it. This is what's going to help me take off. What uh, What do you want to do or establish with the platform or the network that you basically want to give or like help give back or benefit to? First and foremost, I want to lead by example. Um, so I, I am 
a God-fearing man. I am a Christian, and so I want that light to be seen in me, whether it's through what I do, how I speak, the, the, the things that people see me doing in, in the community or whatever. But first and foremost, I want to lead by example and be like, you know, the, the image and example of like someone that believes in, in God and, and is walking that path. Um, and honestly, like once I have the means financially to like just straight up give back to North High School, to Chandler High School, to Conley Middle School, to Magnet Traditional, to Meyer Mustangs, to the YMCA, like Boys and Girls Club, anybody... Cheetah Track Club or what? No, do right all day, <laughs> oh, every day. Right. Come through. <laughs> Dang, I forgot. My bad. Come on. South Phoenix, <laughs> South Mountain, stand up. Um, but... That's like what I really want to, in terms of fin like financially, like that's I, I really want to be able to pour in to those various communities that definitely poured into my life and, and, and made a difference. But also be somebody that's like actually out there. You know what I mean? Like actually in my community with my face, you know, like actually doing the things versus just kind of putting my name on it, putting my picture out there and right. being like, I put money in, but I'm actually over here making a movie. Like I actually want to practice what I preach. Um, I, you know, but to be honest, I feel like someone's gonna have to tell me, like, bro, you have a platform now. Just because I still, even though it's been, I counted as a year. I was in school three years acting, so I've been act, in my mind, I've been acting for a year. So I still very much feel new and and young at this. So the Ben Simmons of acting is your Ben Simmons year. <laughs> it's my Ben Simmons year. <laughs> so I feel like I'm gonna be very much looking up to people in it already at their example and seeing how they've used said platform to, you know, pursue a, a very specific idea or something that's near and dear to their heart. Um, yeah. That's what's up. And last but not least, one of the, the biggest questions, um, you know, I think you've, you've touched on it a couple times, but now I want you to give it its, its own, you know, base little piece of it is, is God. Yeah. Um, recently, uh, for those who don't follow Bryce, uh, he got baptized. Hey. And, uh, you know, he's, he's back and, and committed full time, um, you know, on his post and letting it be known. Like he said, he's walking with God and all that stuff. He's found a home church and all that stuff. What, um, what role has God played in the most recent months now that you're back and, right. you know, you're not bouncing around from city to city trying to find and trying to do, you know, and all that stuff? What has it done for you just in your life, but, you know, just in the most recent times? I'll, give you, I'll give you two words and I'll describe both and why. Community and identity. Mm. So community, the first one. So at C3 Brooklyn, they have about, they have five locations now. They just got a location in Queens coming up. Um, they, they, they stress one of God's last commandments, which is to uh, love one another as I have loved you. You know what I mean? So we're very focused on serving others and, and, and loving one another at, at, as, as, as hard and as much as we can. And in order to love someone, you have to ask somebody to love. And the easiest place to start with that is within a community. If you don't have a community of people to love and practice that love, 
then you you won't ever receive it and know what it feels like and you won't be able to give it back because you haven't felt it felt to, it. to give it back so I've developed a, an amazing community with, with, with C3 Brooklyn uh, they have dinner parties every Wednesday in various boroughs I'm a part of the West Harlem dinner party okay and so we get together every Wednesday I know that one be jumping it's lit like it honestly is lit it's a party for real and yeah. then we stop like we turn the music off stop eating and then we get down to you know the scripture and and what we had just learned that Sunday so community has been great with this church and with Jesus and, and, and really giving me a sense of how to serve and how to love and, and bring that outside of my church community but bring it into New York City and then identity you know I think myself and, and a lot of people in life growing up begin to attach themselves to the things that they do so for instance, when I was growing up, I was an athlete. Like I put all, my identity was wrapped up in being Bryce Wood, like the football player, Bryce Wood, the track star. And so like, that's who I was. Or when I was at Chandler, I was like IB Wood somehow. So that, that meant like, <laughs> even if I didn't want to be an IB anymore, like I was like, well, that's who I am now. So like, I got to do this. <laughs> I got to stay. I, I remember I was like, bro, I'm tired. I don't want to do this anymore. But then people were like, IB Wood, what's up? And I was like, what's, what's up? up? <laughs> you know what I mean? So, but, but I, you know, when I was in college, like when I was getting injured, like I very well could have just stopped running track like the sign was there to be like bro you're only gonna keep getting hurt but because I identified as a student athlete and I was recognized by others as a student athlete and we were put up just a little bit I identified as that and I fully was that thing and even when I left my first year of grad school I was wearing the stuff working out every day like I was Bryce Nose Fitness because I was so engulfed in this. engulfed in this I like I didn't want to let that identity go right then, when I was talking about Francesca James earlier in terms of really committing to be an actor, then I took that on. Then I was like, I'm an actor now. Like, that's what I am. That's what I do. He's hugging himself currently. <laughs> Shut you up. guys can't see this. <laughs> that's what I am. That's what I do. This is my new identity. And, you know, going to church and we've been talking about humility and you can only serve somebody if you're truly humble. Mm. Um, and you can only be humble if you're completely secure in yourself. And the only way to be secure in yourself is to find your security and or identity in Jesus Christ. And um, that was kind of a turning point for myself. Was that like, oh right, like just because I act doesn't mean that I'm only an actor. You know what I mean? I'm Bryce Michael Wood and I happen to act, but I'm Bryce Michael Wood, the writer. Bryce Michael Wood, the, I don't know. Fitness freak. Fitness guy. The friend. Lifestyle shooter. The, the lifestyle shooter. <laughs> Badman team. You know what I mean? Cycle enthusiast. <laughs> Soul cycle, what's up? <laughs> um, but no, like, I, I, I really have been grappling with that idea of identity, and going to church has really helped me figure out, you know, like, I'm living a life... For others right now, it's not about me. Um, it's not about being an actor. I love what I get to do, and I'm blessed to do it. That's not all I am. And real quick, my friend, uh, No Name Disciple, she's a rapper out in London. She's growing up. She's, she's blowing up. She on BBC, everything. What's up, No Name Disciple? Flex. Uh, uh, she's lit, for real. Uh, but she was talking to me. And she's a she's a she's super like she studied God in college and like she's all about it. Um, and she's like bl like legit blown up, Jordan. Like she's doing it. BT. Like she's she's doing all the right things. And she told me one day she was like, I was about to do her accent. I'm not going to. Uh, 
But she was telling me, she was like, you know, I love music and I'm, I'm blessed to have the skills and the talents to do it. But if God took it away from me tomorrow, I'd be fine. Mm. That blew my mind. That's what, wow. that's what sparked my idea about identity and everything. I was like, what? She was like, yeah, I mean, like, I love to do it and I'm good at doing it, but I don't need it. And that puts things, for anything you do, that should put things in, in, a, in a huge perspective. Huge perspective of like, you are not what you do. Okay, like, just because you work in marketing, that doesn't just mean you're a marketer. You know what I mean? You're a father, you're uh, a wife, a husband, you know, like, you're, you're, you're more than that. So, like, if you lose your job, you're not over it. You know what I mean? Or if you're an athlete and you get injured, life doesn't stop there. That doesn't mean you have to have, like, a crisis and be depressed. But the reason people get depressed is because they wrap themselves fully up and their identity and everything they know is wrapped up into one. in what they do or wrapped up in a person if you're in a relationship and then you break up and now you're fully depressed because you don't know who you are without that person. And so having a relationship with God, that's the one. That's the one that's for sure never going to leave. And that's where you find your security to be confident and do anything else you got to do out there. Wise words from trying. Bad man tings. Bad man ting, Bryce Michael Wood. Bryce Michael Wood. Bra, bra, bra. So I'll let you go after this. One more thing, man. Uh, I usually do it with the whole like you're gonna look back and talk to somebody, you know, or talk to yourself, I should say, graduating high school. But because you're such a great improviser and all that stuff, I gotta switch it up on you. What's that? Um, you get to call forward 20 years. Yeah. Um, what is something that you would tell yourself? and somehow hear it from 20 years from now, speaking forward like in I'm the future. Like I'm speaking to 20 years you're from now, Bryce. You're speaking, to, you're speaking to 46-year-old Bryce. <laughs> no pressure. And action. <laughs> man, okay, well, first off, I hope you're doing it, man. I hope, you know, hopefully you're doing your thing. I, I have a feeling we are. I think we're good. <laughs> I really hope we're fine. You know what I mean? Um, but if I'm talking to you, uh, 40-something-year-old Bryce, out of kids, first off, give my love. Um, don't forget. Do not forget. The feeling you feel right now, sitting at this Brooklyn Roasting Company with Jordan Hunter, no money. I mean, you got it, but you don't. This feeling right now of, like, you're going to pay rent tomorrow, and then you have food in the kitchen, and that is it. Never forget this feeling. Never forget this grind. Never forget the people that are around you influencing you day after day after day. That joke about being like, don't forgive me when you're famous, but actually don't. Like, don't play. Like, be this guy that you're trying to be. And, and I, I feel like you are, just because we're the same person. But I'm saying, don't play. Do not forget this moment in time right now, because it is a defining moment. My man. And the phone hangs up. Do you got anything else you want to plug or shout out before we go ahead and get out? Uh, shouts out to, to Jordan Hunter out here looking swiggity-swaggity. No, uh, stop it. Shouts out to, <laughs> to Milaman on the ones and twos. She was just hanging out with us <laughs> yesterday. She was, she, was, she was kicking it. She ran mad slow in the, in the rain. Mad slow. Uh, shouts out to my mom and my dad, Andrew and Janelle Wood, for, for being the real ones to, to, to get me to this point and always supporting me. To anybody that knows me and support me, C-Town, North High School, uh, Notre Dame too. I ain't forget y'all. UConn. I mean, just saw y'all. You good? I still see you every day. <laughs> um, Adidas. What's good? 
Remember that one time when I interned with y'all? I'm just saying. I need another box. I'm saying I need like a whole box to get me right for the next three years. You feel me? Zaren Jennings, I'm talking to you. Okay, and I'm out. <laughs> well, hey, guys. Once again, Bryce, thank you so much for tuning in. Oh, wait. What's up, Josh? Oh, shit. And, and Lay <laughs> and, uh, and Lil Mari and uh, Miss Natalie and Randy. and uh, Ayana's old enough to understand now. Oh, yeah, Ayana. Jalen's definitely old enough nah, to understand. Nah, Jalen can slide. No, I'm playing. What's up, Jalen? <laughs> <laughs> All right, all right, I'm done for real. Oh, man. Any any social network handles or anything? At Bryce Knows on everything. Bryce Knows at everything. Well, excuse me, Bryce Knows everything. Uh, <laughs> my man, once again, thank you so much for tuning in. It is Say Loud Podcast on Gmail, on YouTube, on SoundCloud, on Apple slash podcast. And we're taking over the world here soon. Until the next one, stay black and stay woke. Oh.